we are back. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Bang and Clank Sports. That is right. As always, we have Crossbones, and I am Blake Beretta, who once shaved his face with a katana blade. Have we tried that Crossbones? I have not. I have not. I don't, I don't know where to get a katana blade. Ah, I once got it but while chanting with the monks in a secret temple. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I am ever in a in a in a spot where I'm chatting with monks in a secret temple, I will be sure to ask them for a katana blade so that I can shave my face. That is right. They're 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 great for shaving the face. It takes a keen skill. They will teach you. <laughs> I bet you can't make a mistake with a katana blade. That's right, because you could wind up without a head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the headless horseman. Speaking of which, we got Halloween coming up. Uh, any plans for Halloween? During uh, lockdown, during the, the pending lockdown that we're about to have, uh, I don't know. There's not much to do if you, they lock us down. I, yeah. I got my David S. Pumpkins costume and nowhere to use it. Okay. I don't know what to do. What about you? Yeah. I'm right there with you. I've got no <laughs> plans. I've got no plans because I have, I have no idea what's about to come. But there will be wrestling. And we have a lot to get to as far as our wrestling content for the past week. That is right. There is a lot of wrestling going on. The draft is over. New people in different brands. People going out for new adventures. What, what is going on in this world of wrestling? Ah, uh, You know, let's start with SmackDown. And before we get started, I will say this. I will give WWE credit for breaking up the New Day but not making anyone turn heel. That is right. I'm going to be surprised at that, too, because I was like, when I saw a hug and everything, it's like, Biggie's going to turn heel, Biggie's going to turn heel, but he did not. It was he actually not. a nice send-off. Like, they, they almost got me teary-eyed listening to them. Yeah, how about that? How was, about that? I know. It was like, right in the beginning, like, I could saw it, like, Woods, E, Kofi, they were all about to, like, you know, let the tears loose. Yeah, it, let's go back to the very beginning of the show because you, it opens up with Triple H and Stephanie, who don't really make that uh, that many appearances on TV now. But you have Steph from last week, and now you have them from this week, and they open up with the entire SmackDown roster plus a couple people from Raw also out there on the stage. That is right. They had a lot of people out there that day. It's like the, getting people used to going to the new brands, probably. Yeah, the uh, one of the well, the whole thing was to have them out there. It's Fox. It's prime time. Oh, let's yeah. start the show. Let's show. Let's start the show with the fight. That is right. Let's ask how everybody go out there and just beat the crap out of each other for a couple minutes, and how long you know, to finish you. Yeah, what's Lars's nickname? I don't think they said it enough. I don't. I, uh, I forgot his. Uh, I don't really. I, uh, I don't. Uh, they call. They call. They called him the freak like thirty-five times. Oh, yes, the freak Lars Sullivan. I always call him. The, well, my, I always since I kind of brainwashed myself. I always gave him that Neanderthal kind of name because he looks like Bigfoot with that less hair. <laughs> that is a hundred. That is a hundred percent accurate. Because <laughs> I was like that brute strength, that power. Only Bigfoot has that. Yeah. I think we found him. He is Bigfoot. Without hair, yeah. we found Vince. And I think he's got. I think he's even gotten bigger since last week. I think he did too. I was like, since he's been back, people just probably been lifting, power cleaning, three hundred fifteen pounds again. 
He's looking great. He's still strong, all throwback wrestler with no elbow pads or knee pads, just out there crushing heads. He came down there and he cleaned everyone's clock. He did. That's a scary man to have coming after you. And the the thing is, he was going against uh, Hardy. Um, Hardy can does a lot of acrobatic stuff, so he he didn't. It was a power versus power matchup. It was like Jeff is going to stick and move, stick and move, and uh, hit some hit some pretty high impact shots. And I knew Large was just gonna going to just absorb them because that's what they have monsters do. But I'm shocked that he was able to beat him like like just just like that. It was a it was a two and a half minute match, baby. That was a surprise, too. I thought it was going to be a little longer, like just fighting for his life more or something. But it was just two. Maybe I may give it three minutes, maybe. Three minutes. Yeah. Maybe, maybe three minutes tops. But it wasn't a fight for my life kind of thing I was hoping for. But that is how you build monsters. And he's, he's obviously set on that monster trajectory to get to that, that big, bad level. That is right. To build a monster, they don't do long, drawn-out matches until it's time. We, I always say that, you know, the, the thing that makes wrestling great, the thing that's always made it great is the villains, the heels. That is the person. with Because without that, you have no heroes. You have no, no person fighting to overcome an obstacle. So you have to make the bad guy absolutely, insurmountably tough. Exactly. Or it doesn't work. Exactly. You need to have that. It's, it's like comic books. Superman needs Lex Luthor. Batman needs Joker. It's like you. It's like a superhero movie. You need a villain to complement the hero. Like a villain needs a hero to to complement himself. Like you, they're both key core parts of the story. Like otherwise, they're just, the good guys just there, you know, trotting along doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> And I was going to say, as far as that goes, I, I'm interested to see who, who they put him in his first feud with, if he stays with Hardy or if he moves on to someone else. But then we have the New Day coming out there in their final farewell match. That is right. That was emotional. I was like, man, you guys are going to make me cry watching this. <laughs> yeah, they they have been through a lot together. Um, they, they've kind of – people. a lot of people don't know that the whole New Day thing was Austin's idea. That was? He was willing to – yeah, he was willing to put his career on the line or at least, you know, his his time on the main roster to let him just try the idea because, I mean, that was, their, that was their thing. Their initial thing for starting the New Day was like, hey, what can we do to get on TV? What do we have to do to put ourselves in the position where we can be on TV every single week? So they were – it was an all-or-nothing deal. They went out. They told Vince how they were going to do this, and they were like – Go ahead, and if it fails, it fails, and then we'll find something else, or you guys won't be here anymore. And luckily, they succeeded. Yeah, because I think Vince has originally tried to set that up for failure. He really thought it was going to be like a shipwreck, but they found it to make it work because that saved a lot of people's career. Because, you know, like Austin said in the promo, Xavier Woods said in the promo, like if it wasn't for the New Day, he probably wouldn't even be there. And probably Kofi, not. And Kofi and E will be lost in space or maybe gone too. Yeah, so it was. It was a watershed moment for them to be able to take that gimmick and to take that uh, the power of positivity and have a run um, to the level that they had. They're nine-time tag team champions, mm-hmm. uh, one of the most decorated tag teams in the history of, uh, 
of the wrestling business. And uh, for, for a send-off, I think that was a pretty good way to do it. They've been on SmackDown most of their careers. So to have one more three-man match against uh, a reunited bar. That's right, with um, Nakamura. <laughs> with Nakamura. So That's... I thought that was a pretty cool – I thought that was a pretty cool way to uh, to have that match go. Yeah, it was a good send-off for them. Good emotional send-off. And it was, you know, as I did, did not – Broken up forever. They'd be, you know, probably be back. Maybe hopefully down the line, down the future. Hopefully, we see them back reunited. But it was a good match, and you know, they came out on top. Of course, they had they had to win that. I'd that, be so mad if they lost. <laughs> yeah, but you're once again no no heel turn because I think they were a family and they they did want to leave it open ended. Mm-hmm. And uh, you didn't need it. You don't need to make. You don't need to make Big E heel. You just don't. You just didn't need to do it. Yeah. I know that's how they like to do it, and they they kind of have that pattern of like you have to have a uh, a breakup, a bad breakup. But that one was just like, hey, it wasn't so much a breakup. It was more like a see you later. Yeah, pretty much. And I heard like, well, Big E might get a gimmick change. I I heard online Vince wants to change some stuff around and maybe make told he told E that he needs to you know change it up now since he's not with the New Day. So yeah, I had. I have this uh, one friend. We're going to start shouting out um, the people who have joined the IG um, at the end of this episode. Yeah. But I have – she has a a, um, a part that she wants to do called Meggie Says. Oh. Because she is, she is really high on hurting Vince for what he's doing oh. physically. No, I could, we could be get on that. I'm not signed to him yet, so that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could get away with this. But she was she 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 was very upset at them breaking up the new day for no reason. Um, but yeah, yeah, that that will have to get to one day. But the next match, the next match I want to talk about is Braun Strowman and Roman. Braun Strowman and Roman. And we know Roman was going to win that because Braun's going to Raw. They kind of gave away the ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, what what are we doing here? But I was gonna say it was it was good. Bad evil heel Roman is the Roman that he should have been this whole time. Exactly, and got Paul Heyman to talk for him. Finally, we we're all hoping for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it just seems like it's so much of a no brainer for them to have him put in that position because he does that heel heel stuff with the shield. He did this so well. Yeah. That is like his natural it's, it's his natural role in that company. Yeah, and he got the look too as a heel, like that freaking that tough guy, scruffy look he has. Yeah, and um, does he have? The, are there two shirts or just one? Because one says "Show up and wreck." What is the? Do you remember what the other one says? I can't remember. Uh, wreck everyone. Is that the other one? Wreck everyone. Yes, wreck you everyone. Got that one, don't you? Yes, I do have that one. <laughs> I have. Yeah, I do have that one. I don't have the other one. Oh. I might be getting a Drew McIntyre tank in the mail in a few days, so we'll see how that looks. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I was gonna say I, I was I was shocked with all the people that they had over from uh, from the cross show because there were some broad people there. No Drew. That's right. No Drew. Drew's like I'm sticking to Monday night where I belong. You yeah. guys don't need me. Yeah if, yeah, if you're trying to pop, if you're trying to pop ratings for Fox, you get everybody. But I guess they just were like, hey, you know, we got enough. We we only have two hours. We we're gonna cram everything into this two hours. The most intriguing part of that match was the end part where he was trying to get Jay to hit him with the chair. Oh yeah, I really thought that was the this because I heard they're gonna try to make Roman and the Usos team up. I was like, oh, is that the time where J- Jimmy joins Roman finally? 
was like, they're going to start this, this, uh, this Samoan dynasty gimmick. I re- really was hoping for that. <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're going to get a final outcome next week at Hell in a Cell. That's right. I wonder what's the a big stipulation he has. He said there will be consequences if you lose. I wonder what he's going to say. Are you well, we, from the tribe or you join my tribe or something? We have to. I mean, they got to get to it this Friday. That is, that is going to be the key component of uh, of that of that Hell in a Cell match. That's right. Hell in a Cell is this Sunday, too. It is this Sunday. We also got another another match to talk about. What about uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey? Oh, yes. Sasha and Bailey. So Bailey did not sign a contract on Friday, which we all saw. I wonder what's yeah. What's up with what's up with that? I don't know. Is he she trying to avoid stall time? Maybe she's trying to get the contract tweaked and screw over Sasha. Sasha Sasha already signed it. Maybe she'll come up with a stipulation like you didn't read this in the contract. Blah blah blah. I fixed it into my doings. Now you're screwed. <laughs> Adam Pierce has to get, Adam Pierce has to get on his job and get her to sign it. That's right. He is somewhat the acting general manager of Raw, but showed up on SmackDown. So general manager of both things. <laughs> He is the he he is the the all encompassing general manager of the TV universe for WWE. That's right. He goes on TV when Vince doesn't want to get on TV. So you do it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> but all in all, I was gonna say that was a very very well put together SmackDown. That was that was a great SmackDown. It was a highly enjoyable, and high you know high fast pace, high hard hitting, hard hitting action. <laughs> yeah. Is there any part of the uh, the new roster that you, you that you look at and say, "Hey, you know, I could see something coming together down the line," or or these two people need to get together and have a match, or this needs to happen? Hmm. It, I know it's kind of hard from the very first episode to see because there's there's still there are still some people that aren't going to be there. Yeah, there's a rumor going around that when Brock signs his new deal, they want Lars to face Brock. I heard that's something that. That would be that is that is a very Vince match. Yep, two big monster guys, and Lawrence is believable to challenge Brock. Lawrence is no fighting, real fighting involved. That match, <laughs> that match to me is Great Kali versus Big Show. Yeah, pretty much, but they'd be more agile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that 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 match is one of my. If I have to say one match that I don't care for at all. It's that one, Kali and Big Show. That was not a yeah. Not I'm just good. just looking at them, but like, oh, they're tall. All right, what's next? Because yeah. <laughs> when I was, a, I think I, I know how old I was. I was a little younger when that match happened. I was excited, kid. I was like, oh my god, something amazing is gonna happen. And later on, I was like, oh, this is boring. <laughs> yeah, that's one yeah, match that I forgot about now. <laughs> that is a typical. I mean, you could tell like like how. Like some matches, you can look at the, the the way that it's put together, and you can say, "Hey, you know, I don't know about this one." That one is a hundred percent Vince put that match together as just something that he does because that's what he loves. He loves giants and big people. He loves giants and just just running into each other. That's that's what he loves. He loves two trains going colliding. That's <laughs> you know. I, I was gonna say, you know what ruined ruined that for for everybody? It was. It was how successful that WrestleMania three match was between Hogan and Andre the Giant. Oh yeah, that match was a mega success, and he has continuously tried to find the second version of that match. That is going to be hard to do because that match, you know, you know, Hogan and Andre were the best wrestlers in the world. They were big guys, large in life, big ratings. But that time, yeah. place, it worked. 
because that's what it was. It's that. iconic. Huh? It's iconic. Yeah. Iconic. It was it was yeah, it's iconic bash. But the thing is is that Vince is Vince is who he is and he's not changing and that's what that's what he that's what he has always seen and that's what he's always loved more or less. Cause it's hard to get a big man, big man like there's big man and there's giants. It's two different. Yeah. So I know this big man's like Drew McIntyre. You could put him with some other big man. Maybe have him go against Roman one on one. They could have a good match, but they're big men, but they're not giants. Well, this that this is the easiest segue that I have ever done because we're about to segue to Raw, and AJ Styles is in his new giant. That is right. I forgot his the, the bouncer from Raw Underground. <laughs> yeah, he's got a AJ Styles has a bodyguard now. I know because you know the. Gallows Anderson are not there, you know. Bowers in NXT, so he needs some some backup with this new with this heel gimmick. So he found it. I th- for one minute I thought it was Shaq, but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, for, and freshly and freshly drafted Matt Riddle was a sacrificial lamb for this uh, for this new uh, tandem yes. of 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 AJ and his bodyguard. Yeah, I was rooting for AJ. I'm an AJ Styles fan too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. AJ wasn't gonna lose that. He's he's brand new and they're 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 gonna try to put him in a position to to challenge for the title. So but yeah, but no, having having the having the bodyguard helps him, you know, get more people to turn against him and, and be like the heel that he is. But he's a he's a great he's one of their best performers. He always has been since he's got up there. It's like someone that big guy didn't get enough like he'd been trained, but he could have got trained more, but I know when Vince saw that guy, he was like Forget the training. Just give him a crash course and bring it to me. Just, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This was like, get him up here. Yeah. Now, he I was lo- I was looking at his signing class. He signed with uh, with uh, the, the big guy. I, I His name escapes me, but he signed with uh, with Mia Kim. Yeah. And uh, and um, who was the other? Oh, Riddle was in that class. Yeah. And then there's one other guy. Oh, uh, is it uh, Chelsea Green was also in that class. So that was a class two years ago at nxt yeah like those guys took a minute to get on tv but that big guy got on tv right away (laughs) even if it was the bat bouncer for underground (laughs) yeah you had to get him they had to get him in doing something uh raw raw kind of has well one thing with raw they got new music they got a new song they They got a little hip-hop version of a song i feel like i heard that song somewhere uh it's it's this dude named nf he kind of is like Eminem. He kind of reminds me of Eminem. Huh. If I had to say what type of rap he is, he kind of has that 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 kind of. He does a lot of wordplay, huh. and he's just very he's very li- lyrical. Uh, that's my favorite but rapper, Eminem. Me. Now that's big sayings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he's there's nobody who's Eminem, but he's he's his style is very similar. Ah, uh, I wonder how we would do as a rap group. We got to make an album. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be all, no. I have <laughs> no. I have a. I have a band called Eighty Summer. Eighty and uh, Eighty Summer is the name of the band. Eighty Summer. And that sounds awesome. Eighty Eighty Summer and uh, untried, untitled record released never. <laughs> but it was it was it was it was in production at one point. But uh, everybody else is way too famous to work with me now, so it's never going to happen. Oh, come on! Never say never. Do you hear the no, song no. "Never Say Never"? 
No, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't afford them at this point. They're, they're, they've, they've done way too many things for, for them to work with me ever again. But it was a good. It was a good concept. It was going to be good. It was going to be good. It would. It sounds like a great idea. I, I would have hopped on it. <laughs> yeah. But no, no. But let's get let's get back to the uh, let's get back to the raw. So we have the steel cage. The hell in the cell pops down, comes down. Mm-hmm. And we get to see it. We get to see it. And Randy is taunting Drew McIntyre at the very end of the show. That is right. I feel like they were trying to mush so much in in the last five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gotta. You gotta watch the clock. That's that clock was ticking. You, you gotta watch it. That's right. Because he just that promo was great, but it went a little too long for I think what they were trying to do. Because at the end, like they, he locked himself in the cage. Drew come out, looked like he just got done working out for five hours. Came out, got the bolt clippers, break the cage door, locked the cage. Well, they lock close it behind him, and yet they just looked at each other, and the show went off. <laughs> is there any? Is there any way that Drew McIntyre loses this match? Ugh, I don't know. Unless he slips up somehow, and you know, misstep and took an RKO. That's the only way he's gonna lose it. Yeah, I don't see him losing this match. No, I, I think that he's I think he's doing pretty well as a champion. Um and he needs another like another challenger type person to to get in there and to uh to fight. He does. Like after this one, they need to like, you know, like Hell in a Cell is the ending of a big feud. So Randy and Drew gotta end this feud, leave it in the cell, and it's time for Drew to face somebody else. And Randy to face somebody else. Maybe we get uh, yeah. Drew versus Seth Rollins, I'm hoping. Maybe a Randy versus, I don't know, who's a good top baby face for Randy to face? Don't put Dominic Mysterio. We didn't even get to the Mysterios. Good God, no. That was a, I know, we, Randy needs somebody, some big, big baby we, face. We skipped over them on purpose. Because we, there's, there's a lot of Mysterio content probably coming down the line. So we don't need to get into that. There's there's tons. There's tons. Um, up Too now. much coming up for Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, we don't. Need- I will. I will say this about SmackDown. Um, getting Daniel Bryant back. That's right. He's huge. Huge. He he is. Um, they have been missing him. Um, one because he's he's just a, a brilliant performer, and two because he just has a. Uh, he just has a way. I mean, he, he the yes chance were going off again. It, it's just like old time. That's right. And he took some time off because, you know, nowadays with the pandemic and everything, he's got to be safe because he has a new baby. So he can't be like, you know, running around and everything. He got to be, you know, playing it safe for now. Yeah. Yeah. You got to you gotta play it safe. That's right. Um, And he's going to probably feud with – what's that? Oh, man, who is the guy who is, came out here to bother him? Oh, Seth. Seth, is, yeah, Seth would be Seth. perfect. I forgot Seth is on SmackDown. Uh, yeah, Seth. I, I, I always remember he's a Raw guy. So that'd be perfect. That Seth already got a guy for him to face against. Yeah, there we go. But the Mysterios ruined that when they came down there and Daniel Bryan stepped aside. Yep. Then Buddy Murphy comes out to save the day, say, saying, like, he's saying, like, all right, I beat him up. Ray, shake my hand. And they kind of walked off. And Ray was like, no, I'm not going to shake your hand. You're DMing, DMing my daughter. What the heck do you think you're doing? Now, are they? Do you think that he's eventually going to that the Mysterios are eventually going to soften and be like, hey, you know, we're 
you can help us. We got a common enemy type deal. Or do you think that it's never going to happen? Uh, I think maybe eventually down the line, maybe they do like where Seth finally gets a hold of Buddy Murphy, beats him up. Then his daughter comes down there all dramatic, like, no, stop hurting him. And his brain comes down there, like, no, get away from him and take out Seth and move him away. And, and then his daughter is like, get away from Buddy. He's a bad guy. Like, no, daddy, I love him. He's my new boyfriend. <laughs> it's like he's my man. <laughs> that's, that's that is that is something like that is definitely going to happen. I love him, Daddy. Don't. T- that is <laughs> that is that is that is a, that is a classic Vince Vince lo- love triangle type deal. I was like I'm only eighteen and he's thirty something. I don't know how old he is, but he's a jacked up Australian. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, that's that's what Vince does. You like that's you like my uh, impression of a lady right there. <laughs> it's very, it's almost spot on. I, I I haven't heard her speak, but I'm pretty sure if when she does, she will sound exactly like that. That's right. And she she's off the legal LM, and she's 18 or 19, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's 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 well. I, I he. You can't. I, I don't know. Are there? Is there anybody? Yeah, you have to be eighteen to work for WWE. Oh, okay, so that means she's over over the age then. She's probably eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, yeah, she's no, I she's think she's eighteen or nineteen. They said she's nineteen. I think. Okay, so perfect. Yeah. There you go. I'm, yeah, no. getting those. Yeah, already getting those. Getting those WWE checks. She's she's already she's already in the mix. Yeah, she gets. She's like, Dad, I'm not going to college. I'm going to be like you. Work for WWE. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's all it takes. There you call. Go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's one phone call and your life is completely changed. That's right. Who you who's your dad? Ray Mysterio, you're good. <laughs> the best one. Speaking of speaking of luchadors, uh Tucker has found a new luchador team teammate. Who this? What's his name again? I not remember. Um El Toro something. El Toro. That is not um <laughs> Toro. That's El Toro Grande. Oh no, El Toro Gordo. I mean the the great fat Gordo means fat in Spanish. Gordo does mean fat, yeah. Great fat guy. I'm guessing he put him. Yes, yeah. So I was like, all right, there you go. He plays with his body, but that is not it's El yeah. Gordo. <laughs> my favorite part, my favorite, one of my favorite parts about that was just the fact that he said he scoured the globe, and it was like, how did you have time to scour the globe? That literally just happened like a week ago, or like like just like thirty minutes. Ago. <laughs> yeah, John was like, you didn't get. get this it happened 30 minutes ago i went on the uh what's uh, online the the web international found him but then they explain how he got there did he flew first class right away teleported did he now <laughs> but imagine a tv he was there <laughs> yeah yeah so they they reunited we just we just threw away the rules the the draft rules are no longer relevant because he is on Raw and he's on SmackDown. But that's not Otis. It's not Gordo. He hasn't been drafted. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't that's, been drafted. That's not like Otis. How did they do this? John Morrison and Miz are constantly getting outsmarted. I know. How you get outsmarted by Otis? I'm telling you, Otis is going to come to court that date and be freaking intelligent. I'm telling you, you know, some of- words I've never heard of. Speaking of Otis, he was reunited with Mandy. That's Rose. right. No, that was El Gordo. That was not. A... <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're not sure. <laughs> El... Yes, he was in some form. Mandy Rose was reunited with somebody That's... who may or may not be. I Otis. know. We got to tell Otis that some some luchador guy, some Latin sensation hitting on your woman. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know what he's gonna do. Oh, he got. Oh, and also more importantly than that, he has his uh, money in the bank briefcase. Lunchbox or lunch lunchbox. That's right. Yeah, that's like I actually want to get one like that and carry my meals in that. Oh, Amy. Oh, it'll be on w- it'll be on WWE shop. They don't miss too many opportunities. Like oh, that. that's a perfect selling. Kids going to school, but whenever most schools open back up, they're gonna have that. I'll use it. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of tag teams, WWE- huh? Yeah. Oh, oh no, we said we forgot about the tag teams because um. Well, before we get to this match, we had Lana versus Asuka, which we all knew what was going to happen on that. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a very sacrificial lamb type uh, type match yeah. where Asuka just, just dismantled poor, poor. Yeah, I, like, I, we knew that was going to happen. At least she got a shot. But I was, I felt bad at the end. I was like, don't put her through another table, Naya. Okay, we get it. Rusev's an uh, AEW, but don't put her through another table. <laughs> Leave her alone. <laughs> but then we got like the new team came out after that, though. We had the, uh, well, we had the uh, the female bodybuilders, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, a fantasy that came to true that I was thinking about. <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 <laughs> look, this is, I, I will say this. I've been watching it long enough where I know Vince. I know that, that this was like put him together. Put it together, it'll be the best thing ever. Two super bodybuilder fit tag teams. They're going to be the tag team champions very soon. I, I just don't know when, but it's going to happen. I know. They, you know they, they got pretty decent in the ring, but they got the gimmick. They got the look, you know. And then you got the new yeah. tag team of Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce, which doesn't make sense to me because Peyton just got out of a tag team. Yeah. Why would, why would they do that to poor Peyton? I know. It's like. Come on, put her back with Billy Kay, then you should have brought her up with her best friend, who they were legit tag teams and were good friends for years. <laughs> so it looks like they're trying to build the uh, the tag team division somehow uh, by by just creating these teams uh, to finally get, or maybe they have some long term plan, or maybe they don't. Maybe they're just trying to see what they can do with it. Yeah, they just playing around with it, see who could challenge Nia and um, Shayna Baszler. Who could do it? It's going to be the Blontourage. They're going to probably be the first ones to do it. Yeah, yeah. But it just depends. We're going to see if they can if they can make it as a team and if they can make it viable and if they can make it make sense. Yeah. You got to make it because they're supposed to be two dominant tag teams and Shayna Baylor, Baylor is a killing machine. So you need someone to compete against yeah. her besides Austin, who's singles. <laughs> yeah. So that's... So I don't, yeah, that whole, that whole division has some, uh, we've got some, they've got some work to do. They do. Oh, we hope we had a good match, get a good match for those, those women tag team titles. Yeah. The, um, the next up that I was going to say with that, um, with the transition into raw, how about they, you know, well, what was I going to say? I forgot that that part. There was one person who I was going to say that really stuck out um, on Raw, but it's it's just Bray it's, Wyatt. It's on Bray Wyatt. Yes, that's the it. That's it. <laughs> yes, the Fiend. How could I forget about the Fiend <laughs> and what just happened hey. with all these factions colliding? I know, time. like all what of a sudden, like Bray Wyatt came out with it with it, with his Harley Quinn. Alexa Bliss, and they get stood in the ring, and Retribution comes out. I feel like they're going to do something. And first roll, 
the fiend is unstoppable. You unstoppable. You guys are not going to do anything to him. <laughs> then he disappears. Then my favorite fashion comes out the hurt business, and they have a little scrap. And then the hurt business beat him with the Bobby Lashley, your twin. <laughs> yeah, the, the, with the uh, hurt I know. Box. Is that what they're calling? I, I'm telling you, they said you're. I mean, you, Bobby is a change man, game changer in that match. Yeah, yeah, you got to have. Bobby is the the enforcer um, of that of that group. So, yeah, that is. I mean, they're they're solid. But I would have liked to see. I mean, why even have Retribution show up there if you're just gonna have them get beat on the first on on the uh, premiere? Episode? Not just beat, but destroyed because they had the Fiend come out there and demolish them. I was like. Good God. Yeah. They pretty much just dis- buried Retribution. There's no point of them being together right now. <laughs> yeah. Spread on yeah. lights. They, the they're only- going to keep them in a mid-card position. That's another reason you don't need them now. <laughs> you put them in mid-card position now? Uh, really? The only good thing is that Mustafa Ali finally got to talk and kind of go into why he's part of Retribution and why he's Yeah, there. and they kind of did a crummy reveal as the he's the secret hacker for SmackDown. He kind of said, hey, yeah, I'm the hacker. Well, that's a great reveal. That was it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That's all they I was gave like, me. wow, that's a terrible uh, reveal. <laughs> I was like, what are they doing over there? Yeah, no, I no one no one knows what they're doing on Raw, but 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 yeah. So so the Fiend is there, and Alexa Bliss is there. Yes. Um, no no current plans it looks like for them. Or did you see something that that would lead you to believe that they have something on the horizon? Well, Retribution was is threatening the Fiend, which is never good. But the Fiend, while well, Bray Wyatt said like I have new friends, which is Retribution, and he stared down the Hurt business. So he might be pl- going to play some games with them. <laughs> mm. That's right. And you know it's Alexa Bliss's new Freddy Krueger costume? <laughs> yeah. That's like Yeah, she does have Freddy, yep. Freddy Krueger costume. I'm just waiting for her to don the mask. <laughs> I'm just waiting for her to don You know that. Also, we could have questions for Maggie this part. She brought this oh. to my attention. The uh, When he was pulling out the... Uh, when he was going into the Firefly Funhouse, it kind of the first thing he pulled out kind of looked like a bam hammer. Yeah, I was but gonna tell you that. I was I was gonna have bam hammer on Instagram. Like, hey, is this a new bam hammer? <laughs> and she also wanted me to spell it out, so I'm gonna get to that. She is B A M. That's a bamf, bamf with the F hammer. <laughs> hammer. That's right. Bamf hammer. Just in case there was any confusion on that and people didn't realize. Yeah, I got a lot of people asking me, um, say, is it BAMHammer.com? I said, no, it's BAMF. They, they said, like, BAM? I said, it has an F. <laughs> yeah. There's an F in there. There's an F That's in there. That's right. But I was looking at it. I was about to send you a message like, hey, Bray got the new BAMF hammer. That almost had 100 pounds. <laughs> it looked just like it. I was like, wow, that, that's, that's close. Well, that close. was close. I was like, wow, he mastered the ultimate bath hammer. <laughs> and he's a big guy. He can handle that. Yeah, if they did, if they did exist in, in any type of WWE, he would definitely have it. Oh, yeah, Bray. He would for sure have it. I think yeah. some way yeah. that probably is a secretly new evolved bath hammer. <laughs> we must reach out to <laughs> Yeah, no, we <laughs> But no, I, I like. I mean, I like seeing the Firefly Funhouse. It's it's always entertaining. Oh, yeah. It's always uh, 
Um, and Alexa kind of goes back to her normal personality when she's there. So, so it's kind of like an alternate dimension type. Oh deal. yeah. And we also got Rambly Rabbit is back, and it turns out he has a family. How about that? Who, who saw that coming? No, no. I know. I can't believe it. And Bray's going to be doing better as a friend, he said, to be interested in his life instead of having him get killed and eaten and destroyed. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the house is Rambling Rabbit. He needs to have a shirt. You need a Rambling so, Rabbit shirt. I'll buy it. On oh, Tank. Tank. Yeah, they, they, that's, that's another opportunity they would not mess. mess I would get a tank. <laughs> they already have. They already have the mask, right? It's the Bray Wyatt mask, mask but not a rambling rabbit shirt. Yeah. I I think that that and the huskus. Huskus, that's huskus the pig. We need him too. Yeah, huskus was was where it at. Whoa, is where it's at. The um, what was that? The Muscle Man dance. Oh, Remember that? Remember that? I, I want put up your pants and do the Muscle Man be... dance. <laughs> They needed to expand. They on did. That. that could have been a hit album too. Of Bray Wyatt would have put out. And speaking of albums, guess who has an album out right now? Well, come. To, well, yeah, right now. Who? Who? Elias. Who he performed his new hit song. I forgot. That is but right. It was the return of Elias. That's right. It was amazing. Bray, I mean, Elias is amazing on the guitar, and he could sing. That is awesome. Yeah. And he's just what do you what do you see? Hmm? Yeah, so so him and Jeff Hardy, that's an interesting uh that's a very interesting pair. That's right, because you ran it six months ago or four months ago, it was turned out uh, Bray Wyatt ran over in a car by the a drunken Matt Hardy. We don't know if that's true or not, but Elias says it's true. Hmm. Real that is that is yeah, I guess we're gonna I guess we're that's right, it. and if that was really Jeff Farley playing that air guitar, that's very impressive. <laughs> so we're looking for an Elias. Well, when, we haven't seen Elias actually wrestle wrestle in a very long yeah, because he he's been out for so long, and you know they had a hard time finding a spot with him. So hopefully, it's going to be a good spot for him where he could actually like showcase his talent some more. Because the guy is freaking awesome. He could sing. He could play the guitar. He's jacked. He has a beard, and he has the long hair to compliment that. It's freaking awesome. It's all packaged. Yeah, we need we need to put that. Hopefully, he'll get a he'll get a shot. He'll get a main um a main event push at some point. Yeah, he show. deserves a. I want for the next champion. I want Elias to be champion. There you go. There you go. I can see him go going going toe to toe with Drew in in some right. capacity. Or you know they need you know what I would like to see I, I I like I like when there are multiple people chasing the titles I do like the one on ones but I like those like uh like uh like matches like a like a fatal four way or like a triple threat or something That'd be like good. that. Good. Why don't we do? Yeah, they could put Elias. Maybe have Jeff in the mix, AJ in the mix. That'd be great. All three of them. That'd be perfect. All right. I was gonna say. Now, most people who, who watch wrestling don't understand the, the business side of it. So I was, I was taking a look at, at what they were doing as far as, uh, as far as SmackDown and as far as how, why the draft went like it went. Mm-hmm. They wanted to put all the major storylines on SmackDown because it has the most viewers. Yeah, that's right. Because, you know, what makes wrestling, they, you know, great to have the – you know, crazy great match, but you need a storyline in between there for people to get in, like fans to get invested into. 
It's all about storytelling. So they they took Roman and Jay, which is the hottest story, the hottest yep, thing they the got going. So that stayed that that stayed. And then this isn't this isn't necessarily the hottest storyline, but it is a prevalent storyline, and that was Mysterio and oh Seth Rollins. Oh my god. <laughs> they beat hey, it's, it's something that they have invested a lot into that, so I, I I I get it that they want people to see what they're doing. I know. I was like, hopefully, it, I have a feeling of put him in Hell in a Cell. Dominic's not ready for the Hell in a Cell, but I really want Seth to win and get that feud over with. <laughs> and the other people who they have very very high hopes for, and which is why they're there, are the Street oh yeah, Profits. Street Pro. They're entertaining because you know you got the new day separated. Yeah. Who's going to take the new day spot? Street Profit. Yeah, so they they they're trying to get because New Day is already established. Put them on Raw and then keep one. So you now you have to watch both shows if you want to see the New Day in its That's... entirety. But the Street Profits haven't been seen by as many people as the New Day have. So they put them on SmackDown so they'll be out there in front That's of everyone right. so they can get a better look. At That's them. right. You gotta they mixing it up a little because you know some people need more like advertising, let's say, than others. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the more eyes you have on you, SmackDown, SmackDown's viewership has been has been up partly because it's on it's not on cable. Cable kind of stifles your your viewership because not everyone has cable, but everybody has channel. Everybody has Fox. Yeah. Five, Except for this five, Friday, it's right going to be on FS1. Oh yeah, it's back on FS1 because of the World Series. Oh, uh, no, no, just because. Uh, of the World oh, Series. I forgot the World Series. David. Yeah, the World Series. Yeah, we knew that was going to happen. Stop cursing Atlanta. <laughs> hey, it's just won a game. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, but you sacrificed everything in, in true Falcons, true Falcons uh, fashion. We did sacrifice the coach and the other guy. <laughs> yeah, everything had to be sacrificed for that for that one. That's right. Every, the, we've been saying it. We need we need to fight that old coach, and we did. <laughs> no offense to him. Yeah, he's done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we that is our wrap-up. Oh, actually, do you want to talk some We NXT? can talk some NXT. We forgot a SmackDown match, though. Oh, which one? one? The which best one? match. Uh, no, no, Raw match. We, the best match on Raw, Kofi and Sheamus. Kofi and Sheamus. Yeah. That's right. They Kofi had the best Sheamus. match of the night. Good. What was it 20 minutes? That was a great 20 match. 20-minute match. That fourth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to explain to people all the time. They'd be like, I had people say to me, he's like, oh, man, I thought Sheamus were good. Kofi's getting the best of him. I was like, well, is the wrestling, if you understand wrestling, Sheamus is the heel, big, bad, and strong, getting the heat on the bay face. Kofi's smaller. What does he have to rely on? Speed, quickness, being agile, and waiting for that big heel to slip up once, which he did in the match. He did, and then Kofi took full advantage. Kofi was unleashing some new moves. That That's right. He was moves. able to do some new stuff, well, and some some old stuff too. And then we have Big E on the yeah. on the little screen back there, not wearing his shirt, and I'm hoping he's wearing pants. <laughs> but it, it made me feel very uncomfortable <laughs> when I'm seeing that. <laughs> e is still up to his old tricks. It's good to see that he was uh, he was with them in spirits, and hopefully that's right. Going. I was about to send the uh, E a Twitter message. You're like, please tell me you weren't closey. Yeah, that, it was a good match though. Kofi came on, came out on top. 
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm interested to see how another thing is how how they're gonna how they're gonna play that um, with the new day and them being on Raw and just seeing how they get to expand their their empire as they as they build up their their roster. That's sweeper. right. And then we got NXT coming up tomorrow with Finn Balor just sipping through yeah. straws, eating food through straws, just relaxing with his broken jaw. So that title that is, is cursed. cursed. I was like, now he may have to vacant the title and they're going to have another championship. I was like, I just like, dang, nobody wants to be champion now if everybody's getting hurt from it. No. No, I would I would say no. I would say no. I'd, yeah. I'd pass on the championship opportunities. Freaking heck. Even Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly is a little banged up from that. Yeah, he, they said he yeah, lost. Yeah, they, they were really throwing those bombs at each other. Like, like I, I like NXT's wrestling more than Raw and SmackDown because they go at it. <laughs> they they leave it all in the ring. I feel like they're more hungrier for, for some reason. Huh. I agree. Yeah, I agree. NXT's in the and they got Halloween Havoc too coming up. They can't forget your favorite pay per view. Which is a a great a great name for a pay per view. I know, and like, you were th- talking about it too. And they finally, you know, they probably heard us and said like, "Hey, we're bringing back Halloween Havoc. Uh-huh. We're not giving them credit." <laughs> That's too sweet. That's too sweet of a name to, to not use that to own to just because they own the name, they own the, the rights to it. So why would you not use exactly? Halloween it's like Halloween time. Might as well give us something to watch on a Halloween night if they are in Halloween night. <laughs> I feel like the rest don't want to rest so on what, Halloween night though. <laughs> who who is the uh, what's the headline for that? Or uh, I'm not yet? sure. There's a real big head. I know Johnny Gangano is going to have a thing and with his, and I know Io Shirai and Johnny's wife are going to have a title match. But it's going to be the big thing is to spin the wheel. They have this thing where you got to pick your match, pretty much. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. That's, That's something. That's yeah, something like I, neat. Something yeah, it's like uh, you know, it's like it's like almost like raw roulette, but it's more for Halloween edition. I, I forgot what's on the wheel, but there's a bunch of things like you know, like they could ro- uh, roll a freaking ladder match or a bear the live match, maybe. Dakota Kai rolls it. Will win a day with Blake Beretta, and there's so many, <laughs> so many stuff in there. As the Blake Beretta's DMs, you gotta do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, could you imagine? I was gonna say, could you imagine being like, like I always take this, uh, this mindset of when I look at people on Instagram and they have like millions or even hundreds of thousands or thousands mm-hmm. of followers. How the their phone must just be constantly going. Oh off. yeah. Constantly. And you got weird messages from random people and stuff, and people you don't know. Yeah. Like, you got, like, weird messages could yeah. pop in. It's like, what the heck are you guys – how do you guys deal with this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't – you can keep that. That's not – that's not something I would – that was not something I would want to deal with in any – Oh, no, we have enough of us normal folks over here. Imagine them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. No, that's that's like a it, it is like a never ending hell that all you can do is just throw your phone down or just turn turn it. I feel like everything they off use it, but it, they it, don't answer the messages. They probably just turn off the notifications. Oh, no, no, yeah, I think that would be the yeah. Because I did my wrestling show uh, on Saturday and Carly. Oh, oh okay. yeah, let's get to that. that. Yeah, tell 
Yeah, tell tell the people. Tell oh, the okay. People about uh, the show. Well, so uh, last Saturday show, Atlanta Motor Speedway, Georgia State Fair, UCW. We had a great match. We had great superstars down there: Lodi, Johnny Swinger, uh, Carlito, to name a few. And the great match was like I came down there and I was teamed up with WCW legend Lodi from Ravens Flock. That's right, which is amazing. Yeah. I was like, holy crap, I got a team with him, which is awesome. <laughs> so we got to go get become a tag team. And um, Lodi's original partner was able to make it. So like, hey, Beretta, you want to be in? I was like, heck, yeah, I'll be a partner with him. So we went against uh, – I forgot the team name we went, but they were good workers. And um, we, uh, we we decided to go down there. Lodi introduced me. And <laughs> – and so we went out there to talk. You know, Lodi did most of the talk because the microphone went off on us. So we started just yelling at each other and yelling at the promoter. And it's so funny because he's the tag team champion with his partner down there. And they were like, and Lodi decided like, yeah, we, we're the tag team champion. It's free bird rules. I have Blake Beretta now. It's free bird rules. And it's like, you can't do free bird rules. Just for that, we're putting the titles on the line. I'm like, wait a minute. Did they just put the tag titles on the line? I'm not even. I'm not ta- the champion with him. It's his other partner. So they made him put his tag titles on line, and we got robbed by the other team where they cheated and they grabbed my tights and pulled my tights and and cheated to get to to the win to win the titles. Me and Lodi had a discussion yesterday on Twitter saying we got robbed. We want a rematch. We are the rifle tag team champions. <laughs> That's right. Oh, there you go. I, I don't think the Lodi so. wanted me to do the like the UCW tag team. Yeah, I don't think he was going to have with that. <laughs> he wasn't gonna. He was like, no, we might get that. we might get a copy uh, infringement rule. New Day might show up. Us. Yeah, some gifts. Yeah, oh, he might show up. Well, every yeah. Gimmick infringement part of the steals everybody's gimmick. Or we might challenge New Day. They might show up. Xavier wasn't ready for you. (laughs) Did you know that that Hogan's whole whole gimmick is completely ripped off? Oh, yeah. Everybody knew that. (laughs) That is crazy. Like his whole thing. Like he stole Billy Graham's entire life. Look at Ric Flair. He stole his – he didn't steal – well, he basically kind of did from – what's that guy's name? Oh, my God. Famous wrestler – I don't want to say pretty boy, but he's not the fabulous something. I forgot the, it's all black and white. Oh my god, I forget the name of it. The Flair got his style from somebody else as well. A legendary wrestler before wow. Flair's time. It's, it's all it's all gimmick infringement. That's the thing. It's just it's not who does it first, it's who exactly. does it. Exactly. That's that's the thing. So it's like nowadays, like everybody thought of everything. So like, you know, it's hard to come out with a new brand new thing with nobody, you know thought of this before the, like the fiend yeah. is like a once in a lifetime thing so you know it's hard to come up with different things yeah yeah that and that's one of the things i think that's why they give him so much credit and and why i think they were able to push his character like they are because it, it's it's like nothing else that had ever yeah exactly before. and also we also on the show we had carlito caribbean cool a guy i used to go on the shows with all the time as well that spin the face Apple thing was cool, but he doesn't do that right now. You can't spin in the face of people who's, who's not no, cool. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. You can. You you got to wear a mask. Exactly. Mask. There is there is there is no more spinning the face of people who uh who are not cool. That's there's no more apples. 
<laughs> who did uh, who I was did one of the local face? guys. I forgot his name. Actually, it's so hard to remember everybody's name. <laughs> but he was right, one of the local right. guys. I was th- I already thought I was gonna work with work with him too. Then I was like I was like all right, I got a chance to work you know work with the legendary Lodi, and it's like there's so many opportunities to work with so many legends on the show. Well, it's pretty cool to be, you know, right. me and Carlito were talking a little bit so since the COVID quarantine thing. I was like, hey, this is my first match back since the COVID thing. Carlito's like, hey, guess what? Me too. <laughs> I was like, you too? This is awesome. I don't feel left out because there's a lot of people coming back from the, you know, this is their first show because everything got canceled here. Maybe a few shows. Yeah. How was the, how was it? I was gonna say, how was the crowd? Were they close to the stage? Uh, far they were from the stage, kind of a little far, a little spread out because of social distancing. We couldn't have like um, right. you know, too many people. Like you know, we, we couldn't have like the bigger crowd we wanted because you know we can't have a room full of people. So we did. We, we you know it was a decent crowd. You know it was a good crowd. They loved Carlito because they watched WWE and they loved Lodi. And then I came out as like, who's this guy? Is this guy former WCW too. <laughs> If they said that, or WD, I will roll with it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, I'm with you on yeah, that. Yeah, and Carly, awesome. the social media thing, is- and Carly got like something million K followers, but he, a while back, he has somebody else who does it, works on the social media account. So, Yeah, that's that's the other part of why they don't really get back to people like they usually do, because they have... Well, well, WWE's Facebook accounts are are not ran oh, no. by their, not ran by the WWC. Yeah, WWE runs everybody. Yeah, like Facebook the wrestlers accounts. may have their personal account somewhere else, but yeah, the, the WWE stuff that's that's all WWE because there were superstars on that time to answer a billion messages. <laughs> but their but their Twitter yeah accounts the Twitter ones by them, so they that's more controllable. Feel like yeah. for them. Yeah, so those are those are um, ran by them, and then Instagram's kind of like a mixed bag. Some some are ran by the by the people, and then some are ran by That's the right. WWE. Just and depends. I just thinking about it, I think Ric Flair got his gimmick from Body Body Rogers. Uh, yeah, buddy, is it Buddy? Body That's Rogers, where Ric yeah. Flair's gimmick from. I'm trying to yeah. Google it as we're doing it. I think it's Bobby Buddy Buddy Rogers. <laughs> Legend, in white TV days. Yeah. So. So yeah, uh, we, it's, not, uh, it's up in the air right now. We're slowly because the we got to find arenas that were how wrestling shows. Because with the with this situation this year, it's hard to find shows nowadays. <laughs> yeah, unless you're yes, working for a main yes, company, so like like WWE, AEW, or TNA, Ring of Honor, you're gonna have to search. <laughs> But they will keep. Okay. But we will. Uh, we will keep you posted on that. All right. Let's get to some shout outs to people who have joined our Instagram right. page, which is called Banging that and is Banging right. People get to finally see who who we are. We're not the members of Retribution. <laughs> <laughs> We're not. We are not. All right, let's give some quick shout outs That's to right. some people. One of, oh, okay. one of which is Blake Good. Beretta. Thank you, Blake Beretta. Well, thank you for the, you know <laughs> having me on, guys. Oh, uh, you know, I heard you're a great wrestler, a great looking guy. You know, women go crazy for you, and you know, 
Yeah, I just came help, help stop staring at you, Beretta. God, you're such a manly man. Oh, thank you. You make me blush. But let's get on to the other people here. <laughs> we also have we also have uh, Maggie and Noah from uh, the segment. Hey, Maggie. Maggie says. Uh, we. You're back. <laughs> We were overloaded by by all the uh, all the people trying to hop on and join our join our our Instagram page. So we also have Bod TV. This is Jay who who has helped us over the years um, with our with our YouTube show. Yeah, Big Jay. We got Britt Lifts. Britt. Um, uh, Chair to Cranium, who who's also does a podcast. They're really good. They do a lot of stuff for UCW. Awesome. Love Charity Cray. I met the guys. They're awesome. My boy, uh, Chris Putman. Chris. Craig. 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 Dark, I- Dark Iron Labs juggernaut. Dark Iron Labs. I remember him. I haven't seen him in a long time. David Ali. David Ali. David awesome. Huckleby. Derek Freeman. Derek. Big Derek. Uh, Erica Merritt. Erica, heck yeah. Dimitri Alexiu. Dimitri's back in the LA days. Esteban X. Esteban. Forge Muscle Athletics. Ooh, what's up, Ford? Gabby Stott, the 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 great one of the greatest trainers in the entire city of Atlanta. Yes, the great Gabby. The only one that could take down clanging and bang, banging and clanging in the weight room. Uh, Hassan Wicker, Hassan, also known as Marco, playing a bang tag team. Uh, we have an alumni of a show that I loved growing up um, because it, he was on uh, Hawk Youngkins, who was on season one of Tough Enough. Hawk Youngkins, my God, I haven't heard that name in forever. Yeah, I remember yeah. that name because I was, I was, even though I was a kid, I remember that name. Yeah, he was on. We could, we could probably have. I, 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 I I grew up with him, but he is a uh, he is a uh, he is a writer producer in Hollywood now. But yeah, he was uh, you know whose character that he that he was uh, that was slated for him that Ooh. went on Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger. Oh, they came God. they came to Hawk with the Jack Swagger gimmick before oh. they gave it before they gave it to Jack Swagger. Oh my God, that would have been a great gimmick for <laughs> for him too. Yeah, he would have been. Yeah, he he's he is. He's the exact same character. Oh, that's freaking awesome. All right, we got Iron Panda. Panda. I've been Hernandez. Hernandez. Uh, Jody Nicole. Woo, Jody and Nicole. Jason Winston. Jason Winston, heck yeah. Of the NWO Wolfpack of LA Fitness. And also one of the best trainers in Atlanta over there at LA Fitness Acres Mill. Jason, <laughs> Jason, Justin Lee, Justin, Kelly Maloney, Kelly, Lamar Fernandez, Lamar, the other member of the LA Fitness All Time Trainers, the Wolf Pack. We got Lance, Lance, another member. I know this guy uh, since sixth grade. <laughs> the, Ro- the Rock of Africa, the Rock of Africa, Tita, <laughs> Megan, Megan M. Megan, hey, what's up, Megan? Mountie's Corner, who also has a very good podcast uh, on wrestling as well. 
Oh, that's awesome. We got to collaborate someday. My uh, my buddies over there, Nutrition Source Marietta, who I saw a little while, a couple weeks ago. Awesome. Got the greatest stuff in the world. Going to see him pretty soon this week. Big Ox Haney. Big Ox Haney. That's an awesome, awesome group. Pete Cermak. Pete Cermak. I love that name. <laughs> Robert Hall. Of course, Robert one one of the old alumni of Clang and Bang, the YouTube show we do. We got Sheen <laughs> Ambrose. We got our, our buddy Sheen over there from uh, from Crunch. Sheen, Steve Hess, Steven. Uh Shane Mako, the pickup artist. He's also a wrestler. Oh heck yeah! What's up, Shane? Um, Will, Big Will, the NWO Will. Heck yeah! Yep, uh, Renee Wright and Yusef Edwards podcast, and your trainer Will Ryder. Will Ryder. <laughs> yeah. And if I if I did not get to you this time, I will be getting to you very shortly. Oh wait, one more. Uh, two more. All right, Bill Swanston. Bill Swanston. And Becca Ann. Becca Ann, and also another f- uh, person I just saw join. Uh, Jen, Jen from Marietta Barbo. Yes, Jen has joined the, the podcast. That's here. right. We got, we got a lot of cool fit fam. All right, how about uh, we got some questions? Oh, I do. I guys got a couple questions. Two easy and one's a thinker. Which one do you want? Uh, let's, start with the, let's, start with the, let's start with the softball uh, underhanded easy one. Super easy one. All right. This is, this is not it's, yeah, the kind of sport. Right? Not really much sports related. It is a random question. Mm-hmm. After watching America's Got Talent, we see a guy that blindfolds his face, but before he covers his eyes and hot candle wax and covers his eyes, gets a sword, cuts a guy, put well, actually put the pineapple on the guy's head, cut the mm-hmm. pineapple off without seeing where he was going, but he was able to cut the pineapple in half and not kill the guy. What? You accept the challenge if a guy comes up to you, on, bring you up on stage and says, hey, I'm going to blindfold myself. I won't be able to see, but I'm going to get a sword and put a pineapple on your head and cut it off. Would you take that challenge? There is no one in the world who I trust that much. <laughs> my words, exactly. <laughs> I mean, because if, if they mess up, what are they going to say? Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. You don't have a head anymore. I'm sorry. Yep. I could go on Halloween as a headless horseman. I'll put a pumpkin in that place. But that's, that's once a year I could do that. There you go. <laughs> How about you? Would you take the challenge? Oh, heck no. That fires me. This is like this death. If you miss, I'm I'm gonna freaking I'm gonna have the worst headache in my life. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Good God, no, no, no. All right, let's go to the second question. What is question number two? Well, this is the crossbones crest. Only you could know this, probably. There we go. Any other football right. fan? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Who defeated the Bears by one point in their opening game for? The 2018 NFL season. That's <laughs> one. That, that, that a schedule. That is a schedule question. 2008. Two, no, 2018. Sorry, 2018. I mean, they play. There, there, there are two teams they play twice a year um, in the division. So I'm just going to say Green Bay. That is right. It is Green Bay. They beat him by one point in the opening game in 2018. Process of elimination because they play him twice. I was like, they, they do play him twice, and the NFL likes to schedule big games, 
the Bears versus Green Bay is a very big rivalry. So if I was saying if it was an opening game and I had to put the Bears against somebody to, to pop the ratings, it would be Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I was hoping that would be a tongue tie. I guess not. <laughs> it would be. No. <laughs> I was like, only this you will probably know this one. An alien football yeah. fan. Yeah, no, it's I, I am I am very into the business side of sports. So I, I kind of I, I like to look at like what I would do or the matchups that I would put in if I wanted to get the most viewership. And if I was opening a season and I have to use the Bears, what team would I have them play? Either the Patriots or the Green Bay Packers. So uh, those were my two those are those were gonna be my two guesses. And I got these list of difficult NFL questions for you. I was, I was hoping that would be one of them, but that didn't work. I should, yeah, I should yeah. start this question out. <laughs> Maybe next time. I'm pretty. I'm pretty good. Like around. Like my anything before 1982, I might not know. But everything after that, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty good at. All right, because I got not 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 flawlessly good, but I can, <laughs> I can just kind of process of elimination a lot of stuff. Good, because I got a bunch of questions for next time too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we will be back. Oh, we're going to do a couple. Of, we're, we're, oh, go ahead. I got you. This is the thinker one. This is the one you got to think. Oh, okay. Here we go. Wrestling. So All right. think about it too. So it's kind of like a combined question. Favorite wrestling theme song and least favorite wrestling theme song. There you go. Mm, okay. My favorite wrestling theme song is a theme song that I train with all the time. It's Batista's I Walk Alone by Sliva. All right. That's a good one. All right. And my least favorite, the one that I always change the channel on when it comes out would probably be, hmm. Oh, Rick the Model Martell. I never liked that entrance. You never liked the model? Yeah, Rick the Model Martell. That that was not a good one. Oh, that's awesome. Or 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 even worse than that, Eric Bischoff's entrance. Oh yeah, that yeah, I have to take that. <laughs> that is an awful song. Yeah, I'm back. I was like, you could have done something better for the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, how about you? What are your two? My favorite one is right when I'm in the locker room getting ready to work out, coming to the weight room. I had Goldberg's theme song. <laughs> the great that was a, that was a great that is a great great theme song that's like me when i get amped up in the locker room getting my stuff on drinking my pre-workout the locker's right there i'm getting amped up and i'm walking through the hallway into the weight room and that's my entrance like i'm goldberg the music is going done 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 like i feel like i was goldberg entering the ring right there <laughs> have you ever heard the pastor troy goldberg remix i think i did i can't remember I, feel, I want to say I did. I just don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely, definitely download that or YouTube that. Pastor Troy Goldberg. Oh, I'm definitely going to look that up. Yeah. And my least favorite one, like you got the Eric Bishop one, but I have to go with American Alpha's theme song, like Chad Gable's theme song. Oh, yeah. That one. That's yeah. Fun. It's just so weird. Like, dun, dun, dun. I feel like that's like a, I don't know, like a car commercial theme song. Yeah. <laughs> it was like. It was like a watered-down version of Kurt Angle's song. Yeah, pretty much. I I can't stand that song. Like, it comes on my, my music playlist. I have to skip past it. I can't listen. Oh. I just can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, like, I'm, go, people. <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge fan of WWE music. I think they've always done a pretty good job. But that was a miss. Yeah, that was a big miss. They got to come up with something better for Chad Gable. 
Clean something down. All right. Well, we will we will be back with uh with another episode. We'll probably recap NXT tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then we will do uh then we will do a uh kind of like a preview for Hell in a Cell and kind of predict those matches. That's right, and a pre- maybe a little prediction on AEW. What's happening on going on there? Yeah, we got to get back into more AEW talk. That's All right, nice. well, <laughs> well, we are signing off for tonight. Um. As always, thank you to the people at Anchor FM, that, who we do the podcast on. That is right. Really big thank you to them. Also, big thanks to Banff Hammer, B-A-M-F. That's right. Hammer.com. The Banff, but that F, BanffHammer.com. And I am co-host Crossbones, and this is co-host Blake Beretta. And we are banging and clanging. Also, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, Clanging and Banging. It's a, one of the greatest other YouTube shows out there where you can see us in our crazy workouts and play with the Banff Hammer. <laughs> if you want to see the Banff Hammer, we use it on the workout. So that's, if you're always wondering what, what we're talking about, there it is. You'll get to see it on the YouTube that's right. channel. That is right. And if you guys have a question, leave a comment and like our page on Instagram and also our YouTube. And if you got, got anything else going on in the world and want us to answer any more wrestling questions, have like a random question to answer us, leave a comment. And we will be back that is, very soon. We are banging and clanging. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Goodbye.